Good morning. Welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Freistadt, Missouri. I'm Danica Yelenek, your announcer for this chapel service. Pastor Andrew Cannell will deliver today's message based on Acts 3, verse 11 through 21. Assisting in the chapel worship today is pianist Mrs. Amanda Minning, and the acolytes are Carson Minning and Brianna Clayton. Welcome to chapel this morning. I'm Pastor Cannell from Monette. I'd like us to sing. If you'd open your hymnal this morning first. We'll sing uh, 817. I think that's our first one. Hymn number 817. This will begin our chapel service this morning. Our opening song is Earth and All Stars, found on page 817 in the Lutheran service This morning as we sing, we will sing the very very first stanza, and then we will sing the last two. So we'll sing one, and then six, and seven. And the hymn number is 817, Earth and All Stars. We'll sing the first, sixth, and seventh stanzas.
stand with me, please? Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. We confess together the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You may be seated. Listen to God's word this morning from the New Testament book of Acts, chapter 3. All the people, utterly astounded, ran together to Peter and John in the portico called Solomon's. When Peter saw it, he addressed the people. Men of Israel, why do you wonder at this? Why do you stare at us as though by our own power or godliness we have made this lame man walk? The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered over and denied in the presence of Pilate when he had decided to release him. But you denied the Holy and Righteous One and asked for a murderer to be granted to you. You killed the author of life, whom God raised from the dead. To this we are witnesses. And his name, by faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know. And the faith that is in and through Jesus has given this man perfect health in the presence of you all. And now, brothers, I know you acted in ignorance, as did your rulers, but what God foretold by the mouth of all the prophets that his Christ would suffer, and thus he fulfilled. Repent, therefore, and turn again that your sins may be blotted out. The times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send the Christ appointed for you, Jesus, whom heaven must receive until the time for restoring all the things about which God spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets long ago. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now, children, I'd like you to think for just a moment this morning. You're almost done with our whole school year, aren't we? It is really close. And I bet over the course of this past year, you learned a lot of stories about Jesus. I would like you to think for just a moment of some of the stories that you learned about Jesus, particularly 
the miracles that he did. Okay? I'd like you to think with me for a moment of how many, let's see how many miracles we can name. Can we do, think we can do ten? Let's try. What? Yes. Water into wine. One. Larry's Lazarus from the dead. Two. Yes, ma'am. Yes, may the devil leave a boy. Three. Yes, ma'am. Right, when, with Noah. Although that wasn't a miracle of Jesus, but it did happen. Yes, that's correct, a flood. Yes, sir. Yes, four. Good, yes, sir. Five. This side, yes, sir. A miracle of Jesus. Yes, sir. He did. Yes, six. Yes, sir. That is, that is the greatest miracle. Seven. Yes, sir. He did make the earth and the sky. Although that wasn't a miracle in the New Testament, it was, that was the, really the first one, wasn't it? My goodness. Good. Yes, ma'am. Very good. He died on the cross for us. Yes. Eight. Yes. Yes. Fed the 5,000. Nine. Last miracle. What's the last miracle? Fish, the catch of fish, right? We listed 10. That was pretty good. I bet you we could list 20, maybe more than that. In fact, one of the writers of the Bible in the New Testament, St. John, St. John says that there would not be enough books in all the world to write down all the things that Jesus did. And John was only with Jesus for three years all the things that Jesus did, all the miracles that he performed, raising the dead, healing the sick, driving out demons, giving sight to the blind, filling the nets with fish, stilling the storms. We couldn't finish all the stories about Jesus. The miraculous stories about Jesus, though, don't stop when Jesus rises from the dead and ascended into heaven. They actually keep going. Jesus actually continues his miraculous work on earth after his ascension into heaven. And one of the stories about that was the story, part of the story that we just heard from Acts chapter 3, and it was the healing of a man who was lame from birth, crippled from birth. He never crawled. He never walked. He never ran. He never jumped. He never played in those ways with his friends. Everywhere he went, his mother and father would have to pick him up and carry him and set him down. And that's where he was put. As he grew up, this man's mother and father and probably his friends would carry him every day from his home and place him outside the temple gate where people would go in to say their prayers day after day. They would set him down, and this man would beg for money. What else could he do? He couldn't get a job. He couldn't buck bales. He couldn't feed cattle. He couldn't do anything 
other than to hold out his hands for money. And this is what he did. And everybody knew him by name. Everybody knew that he was the man born lame who could do nothing. And they would give him coins every day so that he could have his daily bread. Peter and John were two of Jesus' own apostles. They walked by this man one day, the Bible tells us, and he looked to them also for money. And Peter and John said, we don't have that, but what we do have, we give you. In the name of Jesus Christ, get up and walk. And Peter reached out his hand, took the lame man by the hand, and he stood him up on his feet, and he began to walk. He had never walked a day in his life. And he began to walk. And not only that, he began to run and jump and leap. And he walked and ran with Peter and John into the temple, and everybody recognized it, and they were astounded. They thought at first that it was Peter and John who did this miracle, that they must have some great power or that they must be really important people. But Peter and John said, why are you staring at us as if it were our own power or our own godliness that made this man walk? And they attributed this miracle to Jesus. Jesus, in other words, was still at work even though he had ascended into heaven. He was still at work on earth performing his miracles. And one of the things that it made me think about is why does Jesus do this? Why does Jesus continue to do miracles? Why does Jesus heal the sick? Why did Jesus raise the dead? Why did Jesus still the storms? Why did Jesus multiply bread and fish? Why did Jesus drive out demons? Why did Jesus give sight back? Why did Jesus give hearing back? Why did Jesus do all of those things? Why didn't he simply go around saying, I forgive you all your sins, I forgive you all your sins, I forgive you all your sins, I forgive you all your sins. He did do that too, didn't he? But why did he do all these other things? Because he loves us. Yes. That is a good answer. You know, don't you? Jesus does all of these things, healing the sick, raising the dead, stilling the storms, feeding the hungry, because not one aspect of what he has done, gets lost to the devil. Jesus is actually, even on the last day, he is going to, when he comes back again, we learned in our catechism that he is going to raise me and all the dead. That you are actually going to stand up on your feet. That Jesus is actually going to raise you. And he's going to bring about a whole new creation. Now, what is your, your theme for this year? It's one word. Do you know what your theme is? Your theme for the school year is? What is your one word theme for the year? Yes, ma'am. Unfinished. What does that mean? It's not done yet, right? Hmm. When will it be finished? Will it ever be finished? Yes, right? When Jesus returns, he's going to finish what he started. In fact, how do I know this? Because, do you remember one of the things that Jesus said from the cross? Oh, yes, very important, right? Jesus spoke seven times from the cross. And one of the things he said, yes, sir, was, it is, right, what did he mean by that? He meant everything that's old is done. Everything that has to do with sin is paid for. Everything that has to do with death is dead. 
It is finished. And that means for you and for me, like this crippled man, when our bodies do not work the way that they are supposed to, when we go to funerals, that's the ultimate end of our bodies not working rightly, Jesus promises that it is done. That when he comes again, he really will raise me and all the dead, and he really will give to me and every other believer in him eternal life. In a whole new heavens and a whole new earth. That's how they ended their sermon this morning. They said this, Until the time for restoring all things about which God spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets long ago. Just as there was a new creation after the flood, so also a new creation when Jesus comes again. And here's the promise for you today. The promise for you today is this. uh, If anyone is in Christ, the Bible says, there is a new creation. The old has gone, the new is come. Today, because of Jesus' resurrection, you and I are new creation people. Still we live with the old. Still we live with bodies that don't work right, that wear out. Still we live with a world that is less than happy. But the promise from Jesus is this, that when he comes again, he will restore all things. He restores, as the scripture says, my soul. And he does that by forgiving. He does that by taking away all that has been wrong today. And tonight when you go to bed, right, he takes away all that has gone wrong this day. And he makes you new. That is the promise this morning of Jesus' restoration. His work still continues even today. Peace be with you in the name of Jesus. Amen. We stand to pray. O Lord God, dear Father in heaven, you have glorified your servant Jesus by raising him from the dead. And you have bid that repentance and the forgiveness of sins be preached in his name, beginning at Jerusalem. We thank you for those who Continue that work of preaching and teaching in Jesus' name. Help us, we pray, to pay attention to that word and, above all else, to believe it. To look forward to the last day when you, Lord Jesus, will come again in glory and give to us and to every other believer in you everlasting life. We pray then this day for those who are ill and sick among us that you, by your grace and mercy and power, would stretch forth your healing hand to help and to restore. Give us us patience. Comfort us in times when we are weary or afraid. And remind us that you never leave us or abandon us. You live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Could you be seated, please? And we're going to sing our final hymn this morning.
Yes, we will do that right after our hymn, and then I'll bless you. Thank you. If you would turn in your hymnals to hymn number 486. Hymn number 486. This is a hymn. This is a hymn that teaches us about the significance of Jesus' resurrection. And it ends by talking about restoration, being made new, all of that happens through our Lord Jesus Christ. So we sing this hymn this morning, grateful for the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ and the promise that comes through him. Our closing, our closing song is If Christ Had Not Been Raised from the Death, found on page 486 in the Lutheran Service Book. gospel through a quality Christ-centered educational program with one another, the community, and the world. Trinity Lutheran School enrolls students ages 3 through 8th grade. To schedule a tour, contact the school office at 417-235-5931.
Receive the blessing of the Lord, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Cannell. We have a few birthdays and baptism birthdays to celebrate today. Yesterday, McKenna had a birthday. Come on up, McKenna. And is it Friday or Saturday, Lisette? Is it Saturday? Saturday, Lisette has a birthday. Yep. Come on up. And then Riley is celebrating his baptism birthday. He celebrated it on the 15th, which would have been Sunday. All right, let's sing God's blessings. God's blessings. Have some track awards to hand out. This was from our first track meet at Glendale. So when I call your name, come on up. And Miss Yellenek, I'll take a picture. Okay. August Black, Colton Kleibaker, Noah Carr, and Noah Creed got first place in the 4 by 100 relay. And August got first place in the mile. And Michael Hasten, is Michael here today? No. Okay, Michael got fourth in the 400. Where's Joshua? Joshua, come on up. Joshua got second place in the 400, and he got sixth place in the 200. And Noah Creed got second place in the hurdles and he also got second place in the 200 which for those of you that are like me and don't really know about track a 200 is halfway around the track 400 is all the way around the track and then august are in the mile and that's four times all the way around the track Noah Carr got first place in the 100. Colton Kleibaker got sixth place in the 100. 
And August got first place in the 400. Elizabeth Sharp got second place in the hurdles and third place in the 100-meter dash. And Sadie Bennett got second place in the hurdles and third, oh, sorry, second place in the 100-meter dash and third place in the hurdles. Guys also competed along with McKenna. Also competed this last Saturday at um, Willard, and it was the coldest meet of all time. And none of them complained, and they all did a wonderful job. We don't have the results from that meet yet, but congratulations to our track team. They've been working hard and running fast and throwing far. So thank you guys for your hard work. Teachers, are there any other announcements? All right. Have a wonderful day. It has been our pleasure to bring you to this chapel service from Trinity Lutheran Church and School. We pray that you have benefited spiritually and invite you to worship with us each Sunday and Wednesday morning by means of this broadcast at www.brystatradio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May his love surround you and his mercy be evident to you in all things. Your announcer has been Danica Yelenek.